In the second of our series on the local theatre and drama scene, I chatted with Helen Barnett, creative director of the Trestle Theatre Company. Helen, most of us know of Trestle. We read about it in the paper. Not all of us necessarily understand quite what it is. Now, you are the creative director of the Trestle Theatre Company. There is a place called the Trestle Arts Base. Can you just map that out for us so we understand quite who's who and what's what? Yes, absolutely. We were a company, a theatre company, founded in 1981 as a mask and physical theatre company. We were really fascinated in taking mask performance to everywhere. And we travelled internationally and we did a lot of touring. As the company kind of developed and grew, they realised that they really needed a base somewhere to make this work, somewhere to work and collaborate with other organisations. And being based in the area, they saw that the chapel at Hill End Hospital was up for tender and they applied for a large grant from the Arts Council England to renovate and to be able to apply for that building. And they were successful in 2002 and there was a big renovation and turned it into the Trestle Arts space that we know now. Although we are a company, we still work internationally, we work nationally, we sell our masks and workshops and take our shows all over. We have been kind of rooted at this art space in St Albans since 2002. And it's been amazing working with the local community and growing our services there. We run the art space, but we also provide space for other arts organisations. So you might come along to a workshop by the dance studio at the art space as well, or you might come along to a yoga class. But we manage the building alongside the other aspects of our company. Okay, a couple of things you said there that I want to pick up on. One, you referred to masks. Now, that might be worth explaining. Where does that come from? Why are you involved in making masks? At the time of the company forming, they were particularly interested in theatrical masks and mime and moving picture. And that's kind of grown. I mean, we've gone through lots of different phases as a company. We did work with international residences with companies in India, Spain and Poland. And and we kind of developed our physical theatre aspect as well. But we've always come back to the masks as a hook of our work of communication and storytelling. And they are just such a wonderful tool for nonverbal communication and thinking about things like, you know, particularly working with young people as we do a lot of now, The ability to distance oneself from the performer and the performance is really, really interesting. And that's what mask enables us to do. We're not always in mask and we don't only work with mask, but it's been something that has helped us to unlock the creativity of ourselves and also people that we work with across the history of the company. And we we make four different mask sets from the art space. We've got two fabulous mask makers And they are a resource that are kind of brought by schools and healthcare organisations and drama therapists and higher education establishments across the world. And it's amazing to hear how they're used in all these different ways. And we're, we're really trying to explore the use of masks as a tool for not just in kind of drama lessons or with creatives, but also as a way of talking about, you know, emotions and communication. You talked about your role in the local community and you just talked there about what sounds to me like classes. Do you have groups of kids coming in or or young people? Is that how it works, that people come in to understand about theatre, understand about masks, understand about performance? At the art space, we run our School of Drama, which is four weekly sessions for young people aged from four all the way up to 18. 
they are really about unlocking a creative process and they're very much led by the participants in terms of what they want to do, what they want to work on. We do a lot of devising and storytelling and we do a lot of drama that is based around them and what they think. So, for example, at the moment, our groups are all working on podcasts because they're working online. So they're creating podcasts that are kind of a look back at their history and a look forward of where they want to be in 10 years time. And it's been amazing having those conversations with young people. And that's the kind of work that we do, always using drama skills and technique and developing those in the young people as well. But it's a social opportunity and and, and a kind of creative exploration as well for them which is great and we also have our three inclusive groups act up dance now and sing out which are all run at the art space weekday afternoons therefore anyone that wants to come at in a really easy level that's really open and just have some fun with it really so we cover all those three types of art and we find those groups really really cathartic they're often accessed by day services as well and for adults who have additional needs or who are finding themselves with lots of spare time and want to come and connect with other people so it's not about performing to an audience majority of what you do is about the individuals who are the groups who are in there in experiencing something is less about an audience facing business i think that's a really lovely way of looking at it rob yeah i mean we we do make shows we make performances we've done projects that are shared all around st albans and we've taken shows on tour with professional actors like we do do that and we also have shows coming in from other companies to present at the art space as well. So you can come to the art space to see a performance. But what it is about for us is the process. And it's about using drama as a way to connect with other people, to be creative, to unlock some of those things that we might find difficult whether we're 16 or 60 and be included in the local art scene. There's a cafe there. Is that for anybody to wander in off the street to find out what's going on or is it just for those who are working there? We very much see the art space as a centre for everybody. It's got uh, step-free access and it's somewhere that we want people to feel is theirs. Yes, a dance class might be happening. Yes, a drama workshop might be happening. But if you want to come and have a tea cake, and we also have a very infamous soup from our wonderful Mary, who runs the cafe. I don't know if you've heard about this, Rob, but um, that's often complimented. So that's worth a try as well, I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) All this sounds great. And then in the beginning of last year, the pandemic struck. And places like yours presumably had to close down fairly quickly. Yeah, so it was um, very strange for people that are constantly working with others to all go home one day and then to not come back together the next day was very odd. I mean, one thing I will say about Trestle is the core staff are very much a family and some of us have been working for the company for 10 years and more. So it, it was very, very odd to have to close our doors. We've been there for 15 years However, we were really, really lucky to quite quickly receive some support from the government and from the St Albans District Council. And we were actually able to start bringing things back by the summer last year. So 
we weren't closed for that long. As soon as we were able to open our doors again, we did. And then by September, we were actually all back. We were running our classes in COVID-secure ways. Some people were joining from online. Some people were joining from the base. It was absolutely all systems go, which was amazing. And I think a real testament to the people that we work with, the participants and the staff. It was such a great thing to be back in the space. And then November came and we had to close again. But I think this time we were very much prepared and we did quite a lot to strengthen our ability to go straight online. And we were able to take all of our classes online. We were working with schools. We were working with teachers. We were providing training. We were teaching at universities still. We were running our regular classes at the art space, everything online. So we've really had to embrace new ways of working, particularly as a company who are so focused on physicality and that kind of drama. It's been a learning curve, but I, I think it's actually been really interesting for us as a company. It's helped us to access new people. We've been able to keep our services running, which has been an absolute lifeline for some of our service users and some of our participants. And it's just been a joy to see how everyone has adapted with us. And now, obviously, we are hoping to reopen our doors, at least for our school of drama, following the Easter holidays, and to slowly start bringing things back again from there. So, yeah, it's been a very difficult year, but I think we've been incredibly flexible. We've always been used to adapting and changing, and we haven't stopped now. I mean, I think big thing for me is actually how much we have still managed to achieve this year and also how much we've been able to support other companies. You know, we've had companies come in and live stream from our space. We've had companies come in and run COVID secure training because they needed a bigger venue than where they usually go. And I think that sense of coming together and supporting each other, enabling us to all keep going has been really, really strong. And having a venue as a company to be able to do that for other people has been wonderful as well. So an individual can come to Trestle and a, a group, if there's a group of people who are doing something, thinking this sounds like a useful resource that we might get engaged with, that you could have individuals coming to you or groups. Is that right? All of our classes are, you know, we, we have spaces in most of them. So you can always drop us a line and ask um, to get involved on admin at trestle.org.uk. And we we will happily kind of steer you to the right group for you. We have a whole page on our website, which is called Creative Through COVID, which is full of resources that we created the week before we actually shut. Our School of Drama Creative Projects Manager, who runs the School of Drama, was frantically recording all of these brilliant creative challenges for us. And we made a and make your own print and make your own mask as well that our mask makers created. And there's a whole page on our website of things that you can do and get creative with. We're very much about providing stuff for people to engage. So all of that is, is suggestions for you to get creative. All of the other things that we do in terms of companies that we support to create shows or anything that we're streaming ourselves, that all goes up on our social media. So the best thing to do is to follow us on our social media and then you'll keep in touch with all all of it and you'll know what's going on 
Okay, let's just turn to what's coming up now, because you said that you're looking forward to getting back into work as the lockdown eases, we fingers crossed. You talked about things you've discovered. Now, COVID's been a horrendous experience for most people, let's face it. And it's been awful for some and worse for others. And some of us have coped and got through. But you can sense that people have picked out there's new ways of working. There's not just the working from home rather than going into the office every day. Other things, and you, you said this, and I'm interested. You've been doing things with media that perhaps... or visual media that you haven't perhaps been doing before do you think this is really going to carry forward yeah absolutely some of our digital content and some of our workshops that we've run specifically for facilitators and practitioners been attended by people from around the world getting across on a plane is a lot harder (laughs) than joining through zooms it's really helped us to think about how we can still develop people to use our skills but without being in the same space as them and as theatre practitioners that wasn't something that was even talked about before all of this the space is so sacred for us where we create together that thinking that you could do that online on zoom that would have been unheard of but Now that we've got all of these tools and we've discovered all of these different ways in which we can still connect but be online, I think it's definitely going to continue for us and it will mean that we can offer things for people that we perhaps couldn't offer before. You know, we were actually working with a school in Singapore over lockdown as well to work with our masks, which was fascinating. And I'd be really interested for us to develop that work further. We also ran a course with Mind in Mid-Hearts online that was specifically for adults who were struggling with their mental health. Now, obviously, that's going to be something that's hugely necessary after the impact of this pandemic and something that actually doing it online relieves a lot of stress. It takes away anxiety of having to navigate that social space with other people. So that's something that we're thinking of growing and looking at as well. So, yeah, there has been a lot of learning. And I think generally finding ways to communicate with each other and ensure that that's really clear has been really important because when you're not in the same room as people, when you're not able to meet up in big meetings with your partners and other organisations, it's much harder and you have to be a lot more specific and clear about your objectives. And I actually think that's been a really positive thing and it's led to some really great partnerships for us over the last year that I hope will continue. It's really interesting, isn't it? Because it's potentially transformative without losing any of what you do traditionally you're you're adding opportunities for people as well down the line yeah I, I hope so and just the fact that we've been able to continue doing the work that we do with our regular participants that has been a real positive for us and I think that will always make that learning useful and relevant because just if we ever find ourselves in a situation again or even you know with someone who can't access something we now have tools that we can use and I think it is going to open up access for people for a lot of people there's been a lot of discussion around how it's opened up the workplace for people who have different access needs as well and I think that that's a really positive thing it has been awful but I think we can find some of these silver linings that mean that there's something that can come from it the cafe's already open you can get a takeaway coffee from there but you're opening up other facilities step by step now as the lockdown um, agenda develops stage by stage and you're hoping what by the May 
break if that's if that comes through as planned may the 17th after that you're pretty well able to do most of what you want hopefully yeah we were able to bring everything back in line with the government guidance at the time back in september and we're planning to do the same now you know i think everybody's wary aren't they that the official government guidance hasn't yet been green lighted we haven't had the i's dotted and t's crossed but Absolutely. We are ready and we're watching. And as soon as that information comes through, we will be there and flinging those doors open. But one thing we are really focusing on as well is making sure that those opportunities are still digital as well. So we're working with the museum at the moment. We're going to be one of the first exhibitions that are back when we can open on May 17th. And we're going to be celebrating our 40th birthday this year as a company. And we're running an exhibition called Behind the Mask at St. Albans Museum and Galleries. And we're also then going to take that online. So we're trying to look at ways of making it accessible for everyone if people can't travel. Yeah, I think we will be providing stuff here and also continuing with some of our online stuff as well. What will it be like in the museum itself? An exhibition in a traditional sense or are you going to have people there moving about all the time? It is going to be a traditional exhibition, but there will be lots of engagement to take part in as well. So there will be workshop opportunities, there'll be talks, there'll be online and in-person ways of engaging with us as a company. But the exhibition itself is going to be charting the history of the company. There'll be an opportunity to see some of the masks from our older shows and our more recent shows. Um, There'll be opportunity to think things like in the early 2000s, we created some masks that were made for the Brit Awards, for example. So they'll be on display. It's going to be a really lovely celebration of all of the things that we've achieved. And writing it right now, I have to say, it's it's absolutely fascinating to look at that 40 years in detail and to go, goodness me, haven't we achieved a lot as a company? It's quite amazing. And it really does give you some drive through this year, which could be really, really hard of going, there is purpose in all of this and we must continue to do it. If all the schedules run as planned, that exhibition will open. I think it's on the 17th of May. Is that right? Through till September. Yeah, 17th of May through to September. There's plenty of time for people to go there. But of course, now you've established a worldwide audience for your internet versions of your work, you will be able to spread it around the world. Yeah, and we're really excited as well because Trestle has engaged with a lot of countries across the years. So it's really nice to actually be able to, you know, I'm, I'm interviewing someone who did a lot of our work in Holland. So it's been really great to make those connections as well. And hopefully they'll all be able to see the exhibition when it goes online, which would be great. Well, that's fascinating, Helen. I have to admit, I didn't know there was so much in it. It's been amazing to listen, and I'm very grateful for you running that uh, description of so many activities going on there. Thank you very much indeed for your time. It's lovely to be able to let people know exactly what we do, and we look forward to welcoming everyone to us. And do get in touch, even if you're not sure where you might fit, but you're interested in doing something creative. We're always keen to signpost people to the right places. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you so much, Rob. Lovely to speak to you. You can find out more about all the classes and opportunities if you look at the website trestle.org.uk.